0: Hey guys, this is the C3 Church Malmo podcast. I am believing God will speak to you today and that a greater level of faith will be unlocked in your life. For more information about C3 Church, go to c3malmo.se. God bless. Today I want to inspire you, I want to challenge you. If you're feeling a bit indifferent to, to what God wants to do in your life this year, around the fasting week, around these faith cards, I just want you to know I'm going to give you something to think about today. And before I do that, with Justin doing such an awesome message last week at the start, part one of the faith-filled year, I just want to go through my notes a little bit and just I've bullet-pointed a couple of things he said just to refresh us from last week. He said, negativity fills the vacuum of when vision or hope isn't there. The Bible says that we need vision. Without vision, what do we do? Perish. Without a front-footed direction in our lives, there's no hope. We perish. We get lost within ourselves. And I thought that was brilliant. We need to be occupied with our future. I thought that was great. Lift up your eyes and see what God sees. He said that Moses gave God his attention and then... God spoke to him. Um, let me continue over my next page here. I'm keen for God to refresh and sharpen His vision for me these next 10 years. Do you realize we aren't just entering into a new year, we're entering into a new decade. You think, you think about this coming year and you kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah, another year. What do you want to do, God? Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. What about if we just stretch it for the next 10 years? What if we just dream, take these dream cards, these faith cards. What if we filled out a 10-year card? Wouldn't that be interesting? I think that would be very interesting. Fasting and prayer, asking God to show us what He sees for this year and for this decade, if I see what God sees, I will have faith for grace and perseverance throughout this year. I thought it was a great message, and I just want to um, bounce off that message. Um, Pastor Phil Pringle, the founder and, and leader of C3 Church globally, with some almost 600 churches, has given out a scripture for us as a movement to, to focus on and prioritize And it's actually the second prayer in the book of Ephesians that Paul prays over the Ephesians church. And I've I've been moved in the last months. Pastor Thierry and Marianne from C3 Church in Lausanne were with us in November. Absolutely beautiful couple. I hope that you were here to hear them. He preached a message that he had preached at the C3 conference in Europe. I came up to him and said, look, you're coming up to Malmo. I want you to preach that message again for us and I was so taken by it, I thought, Lord, I just, I really want to take that message, that, that theme, that, the heartbeat of that, and, and make it ours for this year. And so I'm going to stitch that into Pastor Phil's scripture out of Ephesians. I'm going to bang, bounce in and out of that as well. And so let me, let me start with that. It's out of Matthew 6, verses 9 and 10, where Pastor Thierry. On the theme of His kingdom come was the theme. And this is the the scripture he used. And I'm just going to just literally touch on it. Pray like this. This is the Lord's Prayer or otherwise known as the Disciples Prayer. Pray like this. How should we pray? Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he unpacked that over the entire message and it came down to quite simply a place of surrender. So Jesus is saying, pray like this. And before you get too far into the prayer, come to a place where you say, Lord, it's your name, it's your way, and it's your will be done as it is in heaven. It's your name, not mine. It's your way not mine. It's your will, not mine, as it is in heaven, so will it be in my life, in my world, in my family. And so, just bouncing out of that thought as an introduction, I want to bounce into Ephesians chapter 3, a familiar passage. And this is a prayer that Paul prays over the Ephesians church, but I want to just tweak that a little bit and go, no, this is Paul's prayer to C3 church, Malmö. Let's listen to it from that perspective, that this isn't some church that we have a little reference point to in Ephesians, but let's call it our prayer from Paul. So he starts off with this in uh, verse 14. When I think of all of this, I fall on my knees and I pray to the Father. See, right there, it's very similar to what Thierry talked about at the beginning of the Lord's Prayer. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father. When I think of all this, what are you thinking about this year? What is the all this for you? I've got to tell you, I've got quite a list of all this in my life. I have a truckload of all this in my life. And I've got to tell you also, it does bring me to my knees and I pray to the Father, help! Help me, Lord, with all this. And so as Jesus instructs us and Paul is following it, start off the prayer in humility and surrender. To place him first. It's his will, his way, his name. Because I've got to tell you, we have lots that we can pray for. As we fill out these cards, these faith goals, these faith cards, these dream cards for this year, to be praying for those things that we write on here, those dreams, the challenges. Those things that have not been answered yet, but yet you need more grace and perseverance, like we heard with Joe and Cena last week in getting their apartment. We have lots we can be praying for. If we live in a city, in a region that is closed to the message of Jesus Christ, we've got a lot to pray for. If we have a family, a marriage, we've got a lot to pray for. John Wesley awesome quote, God does nothing except in response to prayer. God's hand moves when His church prays. And I would love, I'm just here to say I'm so proud that we are a praying church. When all the leaders gather together, we pray. We humble ourselves. We seek Him. We pray for the things that matter to you. We pray for the things that matter to God. Every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we meet in the lounge. There was 20 people there this morning. I counted them praying for this service. Prayer matters. The power of prayer is so significant. But as a church, when we come together in a week and we do the fasting week and we take time out of our day and pray, we're becoming a unified prayer voice to heaven and earth. It is in that context where we really see things shift and move. It's in that context we start to see what God sees for not just this year, but for the next 10 years. It's in that context that something shifts in my heart that allows me to believe that that anything is possible. Prayer is the first step to every great venture in God. And Paul is saying right here, I start off by saying this to you, C3 Malmer. kneel down and pray to God in heaven. Kneel down and humble yourself and come place to a place of surrender. Start with that first. When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father verse 15, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth, I pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Holy Spirit. Hmm. I pray this over all of us. That from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with the strength by His Holy Spirit. Who needs strength today? I need strength to fast. I need strength to go to faith. I need strength to look at this year and not be overwhelmed. Who's with me? And so Paul right here starts off by saying, hey, recognize you need to pray and humble yourself before the Father, And then He will give you strength because of His unlimited resources. He knows that we need strength to walk a life as a believer. He knows the challenges that we face as a believer, we need strength. That we would stand straight in the face of our adversaries. That we would stand straight in the face of the challenges with our finances, with our accommodation, with our work, with our future, that we would be able to stand in the face of those things. It's interesting because when Paul talks about and then stand, he's talking about putting on the armor of God. And then stand. He doesn't say attack. He doesn't say run into the enemy. He just says take a different posture that's not passive. And stand. Take a stand for your family. Take a stand for your finances. Take a stand for your city, for your church, for your marriage, for your children. Take a stand for your career. Take a stand for your year. This year has never happened before in history. God's a history maker. This year for you has never happened ever, ever before. It's a one off. When it's finished, it will never happen again. The Spirit of God who strengthens us from the inside. It's like when we recognize when we're in the Word and we get the Word level up in our lives. When we read the Word, I feel strength, the truth and the power of that Rima Word coming off the page and speaking into my spirit. Something rises into me again when my faith rises and it, becomes, it comes up. The Word level comes up and it faces the same level of my challenge. You know, when your Word level's low and your challenges are high, you're overwhelmed. When you feel overwhelmed, you need to get the Word level up. If you've got big responsibilities at work, you need big word level in your life. The word level in your life is like a shock absorber on a car. You see, if a car did not have shock absorbers, and down the road there's all these potholes, issues, challenges that we face in life, if it didn't have shock absorbers, it'd be bouncing all off the road. It would not be able to stay on the road. The shock absorbers keep the car soundly, on path, on track, in its lane. And when we have the word level, we find the strength to absorb the attacks of the enemy. We find strength not to be overwhelmed by our by our circumstances. Does that make sense today? So as we approach this fasting week, as we approach this time where we Lay down a key element of our lives, and I've got to tell you, and I say it every year I don't like fasting, I like food. I love food. At dinner at Lynn and Justin's place last week, I love the food. Forget everything else, the food was amazing. If you've been to Yvonne's house, the food. My goodness, I mean, we have so much food in this church, there's a reason. (laughs) Sometimes I feel, when I was preparing this message, I, I get pictures and ideas and, you know, there's train tracks and in the old days, when they had to veer a train off the main track for a period of distance, they would have to switch tracks. The tracks would actually have to physically move so the train would go in a different, on a different line. You know what I'm talking about. In the old days, it wasn't done mechanically through electronics. It was done with a huge, huge steel handle or lever, if you like, that had to be pushed manually and pulled down the other side to click the tracks across. I feel like that's a little bit with some of us when we come to this fasting week, when we come to this, I just don't have the energy to believe God for that again. I just don't have the energy to push that lever, that handle that's got to be unstuck and pushed, and then someone help me. I can't do this by myself. This is why we do it together. It is through you that my faith rises. It's through your testimony. It's through Julie and Charles' testimony. I'm a blobbering mess on the front seat, so filled with confidence and God. This whole idea of private Christianity, I don't need to go to church, I just do me and God at home, is a load of rubbish. We're born again into community and fellowship, a part of His living body, for a reason. I need you. So let's switch tracks together. Let's help each other take that lever, that, that handle, and get it to the other side and let those tracks go from our regular routine and comfort to a place of seeking and humility. Let's together believe for breakthroughs in our brothers and sisters. Let's together believe for provision for marriages and families, for children. Let's together seek God and humble ourselves simply because He's our God. Paul starts off this prayer to our church that we must humble ourselves and pray. And in verse 17, he picks it up. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust Him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. And there it is again, keep you strong. I need my roots to go deep down into His love. That when I have a lack of assurance in my faith, when I'm doubting and insecure, I need my wife to tell me to wake up and trust God. I need to speak to my spirit to my soul and say have faith in God I love it David did it all the time fear not I am with you I'll never abandon you just like we just read that we speak to ourselves because you know what we have power to speak life into our own spirit and command it to waken and go to a place of faith Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. With all of my heart, I pray this for you today, that you would be rooted in God's love, that we as a church would be an oasis of God's beautiful, powerful, intimate, persevering, gracious, generous, extravagant love. That we would be an oasis of acceptance and freedom. That we as a a community of faith in our little corner of the world would be the brightest light in town when it comes to showing God's love. He said, They will know you are mine by the quality of the love that you show with one another. It's an incredible statement. Verse 18, And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, you know it, You know the rest. When I go to seek God this fasting week, I'm praying that I get a greater understanding. I'm not satisfied with my revelation. I want more. I want to really know how wide it is, how long it is, how high it is, and how deep His love is for me. As a church... We are the oasis, the ones that are wide, widely accepting. As a church, we are the ones that are reaching down to the deepest of despair in people's lives. As a church, we are the ones that are, are patient in long perseverance with the people that God sends us. But there's another word here that describes his love, and it's how high his love is how high his love is and this is where paul starts to bring the prayer to this amazing crescendo how high his love is for you i am challenged to how high god's love is for me when i sit down and ask and pray and i talked with susan about what should be write on the card i need to think of how high his love is for me that He has given me my best life through Jesus Christ. He has given me my best life through Jesus Christ. His abundant resources are there for me. He has called me, set me apart, made me an heir, put a ring on my finger, I sat next to them on the throne. i got to tell you, I am a son of the living God. How high His love is for me. Let me explain how high His love is for you. In verse 20. Now all glory to God who is able through His mighty power, His mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than you might ask or think. What are you asking? It's not enough because He can do infinitely more. The Message Bible puts it this way. Far more than you could ever imagine, guess, or request in your wildest dreams. How high is His love for you? So let me challenge you today. Let me challenge me today. Take one of these cards next week. Be a part of the fasting week. If you've never done it before, that's okay. I'm not great at it. You don't have to skip every meal. Like Justin said, we'll talk about it more next week. But just take a step into the God zone of fasting and seeking Him and believing and say, Lord, I believe you. You may not believe Him in your head, but speak it out until your head follows your heart. I believe you, Lord, that I am going to see a breakthrough in this area. I believe you, Lord, that I am going to see this provision. I believe you, Lord, for this relationship. I believe you, Lord, Far more than you could ever imagine, guess, or request in your wildest dreams. I believe you, Lord. Let's all stand. Ask the band to come up. Church, I believe the testimony that you've heard today from Charles and Yulia, be it so profound, be it so intimate to share that, that God sees you right where you are. He sees the longings of your heart. He sees those dreams that you've maybe given up on. I've got to tell you, his love is high above your life. He longs. Oh, he longs. The curtain has been ripped in half. The holy of holies we've been given, and all access pass into a place of intimacy that we would know his love, that we would know his love. There's no longer a barrier to Him. Jesus Christ made the way. If you're here today, and this is not a reality in your life, you haven't asked Jesus into your life, He hasn't given you an access point, an access card yet, because you've not asked Him, I want to just take a second and give you an opportunity just to respond to me while every head is bowed and eyes closed, that you would just pop up your hand and say, Quentin, I, I need what you're talking about. I need this God in my life. I need this love that is so wide, so high, so deep. I need this person you call Jesus in my life. If that's you here today, I just want you to pop up your hand. Maybe, maybe you've allowed things to go a little stale in your relationship with God. There's some distance that you've occurred. That's occurred. There's an indifference that's crept into your heart, and God's calling you back. This is your year. I want to walk it with you. This is your moment, my moment with you. If that's you, just pop up your hand and we'll pray with each other after the service. But I just want to challenge you today. I am believing, church, for personal revivals. I'm believing for awakenings in people's hearts, I'm believing that God is going to raise people this year into new levels and new dimensions in their life, in their workplace, in their church, in their connect groups, in their relationships. I'm believing that throughout this year, these cards are going to be fulfilled quicker, that they'll be asking, that you'll be asking for a second card. I'm believing that we're going to have testimonies lining across this stage of the activity of God in your life. This is the God we serve. God of power God of intimacy and so Lord we thank you for Paul's prayer over our church that we would come to you humbly and pray that we would position ourselves in a posture of honouring and humility that it would be your way your will your name that that would be the first and foremost place in my life this year. And so, Lord, I just ask that for all of us, come Holy Spirit, that you would just speak to us about these prayer cards this year. Help our hearts go to a place of believing in faith. May there be a fresh wind right now coming into our hearts where we can feel God stirring, rekindling the flame of faith the wind of the Holy Spirit just blowing gently on that flame and getting it going more and more, more and more. Faith rising in Jesus' name. Faith rising in Jesus' name. Faith rising. Faith rise. See Jesus. I want to see Jesus. I want to see what He, he sees for me this year. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We love you. We love being your kids. Love being in your house. We just think you're amazing, Lord. We celebrate you. We worship you. You are absolutely tremendous.